It is happening. Beloved, it's happening. <laughs> Wait, what? Tommy, you're finally launching the podcast? Yes! Well, about time. I know! Okay, so what is the podcast about? Great question! <laughs> Hey friend, welcome to the Think Again MB podcast. I'm your host, Dami. I am stoked that you've connected and really about to do something incredible for your heart. The Think Again MB podcast is for you if you crave encouragement, joy, and a liberating perspective. I'm convinced you were born to make a difference and are in fact accomplishing just that or are setting out to do so. But what to do with the backlog of trauma, anxiety, identity crisis, shame, failure, excess weight, or the tormenting inner dialogue of resistance you can't even put into words? I'm with you. I've, I'm with you. I've lived it. But, you know, I am here to thank you in advance, really. Let me say that and remind you that your personal significant contribution matters and demands expression. And limiting and toxic patterns of thinking can be rewritten. And here's another reason I'm here. See, your uplifted, purposeful, resilient, and resourceful state is everything. And I am obsessed with helping you learn how to sustain and flourish in it. This is my passion. And and it's not just about motivation, self-help, or or a list of to-dos. And others are doing a great job of that, you know. But your heart soars and knows what to do when it's recharged with mind-blowing and reviving truths. Taking inspired action with revelation and renewed thinking is the key here. So whether you are my lone trailblazer, fellow encourager, or you, yes, you, my favorite, don't tell the others, the jaded or the burnt out on religion, I need you to join me for a good pun and fun with words and laughter while we seriously revisit the assumptions you've built your life upon. In each episode, I will equip you with empowering insights, thinking strategies, and inspired rants for your heart, faith, creativity, mission, family, culture, and your functional health, wellness, and lifestyle. And just a little bit more about me in this particular podcast journey. I remember when I first noticed I loved helping people this way. I was a teenager And words would just roll out of my mouth. Now, we all knew I was already a talker and a people person, um, but this was like that gift of gab. It It was different. And I wondered how I knew some of that stuff. You know, I remember talking a friend out of suicide who would still check in just to say thank you. And um, I would just offer words to, to to resolve issues with people. And I just would be like, where did I come from? And, and I remember when I was handing over student leadership, I was about to graduate and I was handing over to the person who was going to be uh, stepping in after me. And during his campaign, I remember he mentioned he wanted to form a project that would help with counseling and, and support and mentoring new students. And he wanted to name that program after me. And I was kind of like, what? What is he talking about? But his background to it was that he had overheard me as the previous leader offering some counsel and advice to a young lady. And he just was so riveted by the words that I had said. So it touched him as well. I was, of course, extremely honored and very embarrassed, actually. I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's such an honor. But um, it made me become way more intentional. I was already intentional with reaching out to people and friendliness and all of that. That's just it was just I just derive a lot of joy from that, but really to become more intentional in serving others this way. And so I made myself more available to coaching and discipleship and spiritual mentoring in my church. And I really loved it. 
And I would start to look up life verses that would just jump out at me and resonate and just help in in guiding all of the stuff that was just inside of me. And I remember when I, one of them, I discovered Isaiah 50 verse four and five and how that just totally rocked my world as far as just grounding and uh, giving that confidence as far as where all this was coming from and who it was for and just being able to stay focused. And I knew that, okay, this is actually a gift. You know, I thought, well, we all have it. You know, you have the spirit of God in you, you get it. And, and we do, you know, but I just started to see that there was a uniqueness to this. I always say my passion is Jesus and, you know, well, my passion is doing this, you know, but primarily Jesus and just knowing that, you know, he's been made wisdom and revelation to us and just that personality, that nature and character and just that process of becoming and just gaining that wisdom and how to make it practical, you know, as far as serving others as well. This was such a huge part of discovery and getting rooted and gaining confidence in the process. And so here I was, I was, you know, pretty much a dancer, performing artist from birth with a degree in design. And I was working what I thought was my dream design job in corporate. I was also building a business on the side while I was traveling the world for leisure missions or human trafficking abolition. And at the same time, I was wondering, right, if I shouldn't just have had another degree in psych and just go into counseling fully. And I admired that. You know, I admired those who are doing that. So actually, I just went ahead and continued with Tribal Marks, which was the first thing that I had created. And then I launched my Passion Bar and Karinga Studio instead. So the entrepreneur in me was really screaming for that opportunity. And so it was a boutique wellness, holistic wellness, dance and fitness lounge of sorts. And uh, my sole purpose, however, in that environment was to create a place for people to come and solve that broader problem of health and wellness and all that while I would get to target their deeper problem ever since I had discovered that 80% of the inner dialogue of the average person was actually sheer torment or simply just disempowering. The inner dialogue, that is, right? So I, I took this Think Again blog idea that I had kind of started and converted really those thoughts into just bolder conversations with our tribe that we had built. I brought them into our post-workout and um, coaching sessions during the cool down and then I also actually created a whole class technique, a sun to stretch technique, because once, you know, the clients loved those post-workout sessions, they were actually asking for more. So it was addressing that need to really just have a full session with a different philosophy that would help them to listen and reflect more while they were stretching and while they were being stretched and relaxing. So um, they were telling me that they were getting breakthroughs and breakthroughs that they weren't even getting from maybe therapists or maybe renowned psychiatrists that they... um we're seeing. So I was really humble and we were onto something here. So, you know, eventually they actually audaciously started to share with me that they were only really coming for the talk, right? I'm like, the nerve. That's how I felt. I'm like, after everything else that we had set up here, but it was, it was definitely an honor to hear. But they were asking, well, is there a way that I could just put a lot of these conversations and the talks and the insights, can I put them on CDs? I don't know why we weren't thinking podcasts at the time. So far, a lot of the speaking and the coaching and the engagement, these were all wrapped around my activities. And they really were a great synergy. You know, as a performer, as a people person, I didn't really have stage fright or anything like that. I've performed in front of thousands of people numerous times and served really well with video and television. But extracting my life into solely speaking in front of a large audience, which I, I felt was a calling um, at that time, 
I just seemed to be faced with an image block. It just seemed like I was being asked for more. And I didn't realize that there was starting to become some friction. It was tripping me up. And again, it was my dream, but something about it, this friction just needed to be worked out. So anyway, going into then podcasting as a more immediate way to really reach people, um, you know, no video, no face. Um, it really just, to be honest, at that time, I thought it was an aside, you know. And then the day that I said, okay, you know what, let's give this a shot. I went into production and my dad passed away that day. I'm pretty sure I had a brain block that lasted a couple of years. Those recordings just sat there and major life events kept rolling in. And as they wore off, I was shocked to discover that at the end of the day, I was pretty terrified just to simply speak, to take everything away and just come to you with these words. Not because I couldn't um, or didn't have experience, but really, in fact, because I was just tolerating that fear or perhaps what is now trending really as imposter syndrome. I cannot wait to dissect that particular journey of breakthrough and revelation with you, among other things. So here I am. I'm still freaking out as I take each next step. And that's how these things go. You know, I have to choose generosity, faithfulness, and obedience over feelings. Yep, no trendy buzzwords, good old principles, because you are worth it to him and to me. Again, I am so looking forward to our time together, equipping you, as I mentioned, with just the empowerment, the insights, you know, the thought strategies, and of course, as you know, one of my clients used to say, her inspired rant to rants, um, just, just to get your heart, your faith, your creativity, your mission, your family, your culture, again, that functional living. And, you know, I need you to get your hopes up.